0: Everybody's got an opinion, every Californian and Virginian, it's so hard to tell who to trust and who to ignore, someone's got to settle the
1: Hi there, and welcome to Review That Review. We are the podcast that is dedicated to reviewing... Reviews! Well, don't you know, that's Chelsea Dawn. And don't you know, that's Trey Gerald. And when we come together, don't you know it, we are... The Review Queens. Don't you know it.
0: Don't you know it. It is your turn, my queen. Do you have something you'd like to get off your chest? Would you like to?
1: Ledge a complaint. Well, don't you know it. I don't sure do. Know. Well, I told you this off mic yesterday, actually, or yeah, yesterday. I just had a litany. Of complaints come to me over the That's last right. week, so I am ready for the next several months, queens, because <laughs> uh-huh. I got a bunch. And today I'm going to start with one of the most annoying of all. Okay, mixing and stirring organic peanut butter. God, um. I hate it. I I don't know. It's like you know when you get a bag of potato chips and like half of it is air. Yes. I feel like when you get an organic
0: half of its tub
1: oil. <laughs> of peanut butter, half of it is that droopy, sticky oil. But yeah. like, I can't even, and I, I like to mix with a regular butter knife. So I can't even get the knife into the center and stir it around without it splooging all over the top, Ugh. dripping down my hand. And it's like, it is like syrup to where like, once that oil touches you, you, f- you, it's there. No matter how much soap you use, there it's going to be die. there seven hours later. And you have to be really methodical about the mixing because inevitably, once you get to the very bottom of that container, and it is so <laughs> crusty, dry. I, how has someone not? And I know that like we love to like segue by saying like Shark Tank, but how yeah. has someone not created like a handheld mixing blender type thing Ooh. that stirs up? The oil into that peanut butter. Because I can
0: see it. It would have to be like a peanut butter cover, so it would have to like cover it almost completely. The top, yep. So that yeah. So that there's no splatter.
1: Like a French just like, press.
0: Yes. Try. Wait, I let's wonder if you could do
1: that. It just is so maddening to me, and I even get to the point to where I'm like, oh god, I got to get another thing of peanut butter. Ugh. Like I will stretch out my peanut butter consumption because. It's that upsetting to me because I can't master it. I don't know. Do you have this issue with peanut butter? I do. And
0: I got to say, like, I do think that there's like an organic 365 no stir. And I know that, like, there's probably something in it that I'm not supposed to eat, like how the shredded cheese has like plastic in it or something. But I agree. I just, I was so over it. I was personally, because I was so fed up, Mm -hmm. just pouring the oil out because I couldn't even deal with it. But then, yeah, because it was just like, get out of here. I can't with you. But then you're right. Then it gets dry and crusty and it doesn't really have the right moisture. And It really messes that up. It's very annoying. I think that like it just is supposed to show us that it's natural because I guess that's what naturally happens to the nuts is they separate from the oil. I don't freaking know. but I don't
1: know, but I will tell you that. I tried Jif recently, which is like what I grew up on, and it is so foul. It is.
0: Oh, you think it's foul because you've become so accustomed to like a better peanut butter.
1: Well, it just doesn't taste like peanut butter to me. It tastes like weird, artificial. It tastes artificial to me.
0: What about like Justin's? Like, I feel like Justin's is a good, like, doesn't really require much of a stir.
1: Did they have normal peanut butter or is it all almond? Is it all? No, they have normal peanut butter. Oh, they do. Oh, they I don't do. know. Because even like match. you, I have found like a generic organic peanut butter yeah. that isn't really stir necessary. Yeah. But I also really, I, I might need to mention this as a clarification. I think we've talked about this, but I love crunchy peanut butter.
0: Mm-hmm, me too
1: i love extra crunchy so that's even yeah. harder because there's different size texture clumps throughout and it's oh yeah it,
0: to stir with the clumps uh-uh. it's really
1: hard yeah
0: it's a challenge
1: it's very upsetting to me it's similar Do you i thought of this when you said you poured the oil out in the past yeah did you know that when you get yogurt you're supposed to stir that oh. water in because that's the separation of the like nutrients, you have to because I used to always pour it out, but that's I actually the it nutrients. Out too. So I found oh, that is out. It? Yeah, oh, okay. you're supposed to stir that. But at least with yeah, because I, I was
0: like, ew, what's that water in my yogurt? Boom.
1: No, that's the good stuff. Like that's oh. the probiotics or whatever. I'm making that up. I don't know science, but it is the good. <laughs> like you are supposed to whip it back in anyway. Whip, I. I mean, once that came to me the other day when I was, because I prepared, so I had I bought two things of peanut butter at once. So once mm-hmm. I was finishing the first one, I was like, "Oh my god, I have to lodge this." There on we the go podcast. again, because I am dreading that the next time I want peanut butter, I'm going to have to stir it because I'm not going to pre-stir it. I even tried to and store you it need upside like, down.
0: You need gloves and a smock or something. I don't know what you need.
1: I need like a larger can. <laughs> you need a drop or cloth.
0: <laughs> yeah it's
1: ob- it's obnoxious i hate it that's my complaint i wish okay. everyone listening adding it to the ledger peanut butter ease in the future okay
0: yeah i really like that peanut butter at um whole foods where you can like make it yourself i don't know if that's never done works. that maybe you could try that yeah oh. i recommend okay yeah. especially I if you're a frequent butter. peanut butter eater and you love that like kind of natural Ooh, i can taste the nuts moment yeah speaking of tasting nuts Oh. Should we jump into an online review?
1: If this is somehow related, I'm literally going to scream and the microphone's going to peek out. Okay, let's do it.
0: <laughs> review that review. As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We bring in reviews from the internet that we feel need to be inspected.
1: Don't you know, we read you that review and we break it down, rating the impact of that review on a scale from zero to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we call... Assess that kvetch. And I'm a little concerned. So (laughs) Chelsea, or as I wrote... What have you got for us today? Chelsea, Belsea Banana Fana, Fofelsi, Me, me My, my Momelsi, Momelsi, Chelsea. Chelsea.
0: Okay, Chey, I love us so much. So what I have brought in today is a five-star review mm-hmm. for a cookbook called 50 Ways to Eat Cock, Healthy what? Chicken Recipes with Balls.
1: Wait, oh God, this is a lot of penis puns. <laughs> five ways you
0: started it to
1: eat <laughs>
0: 50 ways 50 oh. ways to eat cock healthy chicken recipes with balls <laughs> paperback eight dollars and five cents overall rating 4.7 it's only eight dollars
1: 7,989
0: reviews that's right
1: who wrote this
0: okay it was written by Adrian N. Hugh comma, CN, which I believe means like certified nutritionist. This is what the little like blurb, Blurb. it's actually kind of a long blurb, says, don't settle for limp imitations. Get the original cock book everyone is raving about. Often imitated, but never duplicated. We don't pay for reviews. Let's face it, Anyone can copy and paste chicken recipes from the internet, but 50 Ways to Eat Cock is for the serious Epicurean who's tempted by the exquisite taste of well-prepared cock. Uh -uh. Cooking cock is harder than most people think. Unlike everyday chicken, it can be tough, stringy, and dry. Learn to slay this beast from someone who has trained at the breast of some of Europe's sauciest moms and grandmas. You'll be sure to put a smile on everyone's face with these lip smacking recipes with healthy chicken recipes like risotto cock balls and cockos. 50 ways to eat cock is a contagiously humorous chicken cookbook that takes a revealing look at the folklore, history, culinary culture and nutritional benefits of this well endowed ingredient. With tongue-in-cheek descriptions and clearly written instructions, these playful cock recipes are bulging with everything from the quintessential to the quick and easy to the downright quirky. You'll learn how to tame this tough bird meat into succulent and finger-licking gourmet meals. Finally, the noble cock retakes his rightful place at the head of the table.
1: I feel like we should purchase this book. Yes. And do a recipe as a live show. Okay. And, oh my God, I'm
0: so... Should we make the risotto balls? That, that sounds delicious.
1: Well, I'm assuming that every recipe is titled something cock. Yeah. Cockos. So we could do a drinking <laughs> game as we're cooking. That oh, every yeah. time the word cock comes up, we have to drink.
0: Yeah, and we we may or may not end up in the hospital at the end of it. With, <laughs> like alcohol poisoning.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm excited for this review because it's a five-star.
0: This is a five-star review from Amazon, not Goodreads. <laughs> even though it's a book.
1: <laughs> Big distinction. And although though.
0: I don't know if this is <laughs> I don't know if this is Goodreads appropriate. So <laughs> Seth A R. This is Seth the subject. A. R. Seth A R. Rar. Okay, a whole new look at the meat aisle. Mm -hmm. Here we go. 50 seems like a lot of ways, doesn't it? I'm sure there are lots of people out there who have no intention of eating cock 50 times, much less eating it 50 different ways. Most people probably couldn't come up with 10 different ways to eat cock without the help of a Cosmo magazine. But then, isn't that the whole purpose of the book? You don't have to love eating cock to buy this book. Maybe you had it once and didn't like it. Surely you can find one of the 49 remaining methods that is more to your liking, no? Or maybe you've loved cock your whole life and are looking for new ways to enjoy it. In which case, a book of 50 different techniques is bound to have something new inside. Honestly, 50 Ways to Eat Cock is a great book for the entire range of cock gobblers. Oh my God. White cock, dark cock, moist or dry. The book covers many different ways to enjoy the variety of cock you find in the average supermarket. Seriously though, it is actually a very useful cookbook with a nice range of recipes that provide a relief from the simple ways most people cook chicken, but the shock value of the name is worth the purchase price alone.
1: How did you find this review today?
0: I honestly don't know. I'm sure it was a part of my guy gift revolution. I was thinking we're coming up to Thanksgiving, so it felt like an appropriate time to dabble in the cock humor. Mm -hmm. I do think it's sort of funny that you talked about nuts on the day that I decided to bring in this review. But anyway, it has 187 like helpful votes. So I'm not sure if it ended up on one of those lists, and that's how I found it, but well, I think I just saw the title of the book
1: and I was like, this has got to have something. I'm looking at the cover of the yes. book and it is like a rooster, mm-hmm. like, oh! like mid, like, Cacao. yeah, yeah,
0: mid, C- kaka,
1: and just a little update it is on Goodreads.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So there are 178 oh, it's interesting.
0: ratings. Yes.
1: And their average is 3.93.
0: I just saw that because I guess on Amazon, I'm looking at the screenshot now, it tells you the overall on Amazon and then underneath it, the overall on Goodreads. So that's super interesting that the Amazon oh. community was a 4.7 and then underneath it, it says 3.9 on Goodreads. <laughs> so the Goodreads community. They're a little more highbrow. Yes. They're a little more highbrow.
1: So I...
0: I mean, I, I imagine you're buying this as a gag gift, right?
1: I think you have to be. Yeah. I mean, I don't know much about recipes and like cookbooks. So to me, I'm intrigued. I think it's very funny. I also am thinking about Key West culture where there's like roosters everywhere. Like this would be very funny to have like in your vacation rental if you're like in Key West.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Like if you were Airbnb-ing out your place, you just like have this on the coffee table.
1: (laughs) Yes. So it is interesting because in that, you know, very lengthy parenthetical, Seth AR really does say like... They like have interesting takes to like relieve you from the pains of the same sort of way of always cooking chicken, which I thought was interesting. Right. And I also thought it was telling that Seth really went on the cock, pun, Mm. tongue-in-cheek description train, train, because I'm assuming the book itself is very much littered with that.
0: Well, even the description (laughs) of the book that I read prior to the review was very leaning in. I I do think it's fascinating to me that this author is a certified nutritionist and yet they they still went for the the humor of it all. But maybe that's a good tactic. I mean, it makes it stand out.
1: Well, I no am pun intended. I'm also thinking Adrian the writer is smart because they knew you got to get a gimmick. They, Mazeppa told us.
0: Yeah. If you got a little gimmick, right.
1: then everyone's going to buy it. Cause this is a much more yes. interesting spin than just, and like, if you're just like 50 ways to cook chicken. chicken. Right. Yeah. Truly. I really was, yeah. um, I was arrested and, um, okay. I sat up in my seat when Seth R used the phrase cock gobbler. <laughs> Have you, Chelsea, ever been called <laughs> For the entire a range of cock cobblers.
0: I don't believe I've ever been called one. No.
1: You know, I'm from Columbia, South Carolina, and, and USC, University of South Carolina, where I'm from. Their yeah. mascot is a game cock, and um, his name is Cocky. And so people love to say, Go cocks! <laughs> and there's a lot of branded merchandise that's like, I love cock, very tongue-ish. and go cocks. Yeah. I feel like this would sell really well there.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a we huge top
1: fan. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, in terms of... Clearly, there's low hanging fruit, right? Like, we're going for the humor. Do we think that Seth delivered in the humor? Clearly, that was the main goal, right? Yeah.
1: Especially, like... I think so. And, and especially when we're talking about these reviews that are probably comedy reviews as right. a five-star because you're really not hurting anyone yeah like it's meant with humor and and light like do we think adrian you
0: know? would be like seal of approval
1: i think so i would imagine i think so. they're like taking the same um what what would you say the same sort of
0: they're like cut from the same cloth in terms of their comedic approach
1: I yes. But I do have a question. Up top, Seth AR makes a very declarative statement saying, No one wants to eat this much chicken. Like you who would be interested in fifty ways to eat chicken? Well, I don't eat fish and I eat chicken a lot. So I'm actually very intrigued.
0: Very same, you know. That's all. I eat chicken almost every night. I eat cock. Like almost nightly, so I would be interested in fifty different ways. So of you might, night. you might call me a cock gobbler. Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
1: that's what I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. cock <laughs> goblin dawn.
0: Yeah, just cock well, goblin dawn over also, here. Also, yeah.
1: So I did see on Goodreads that this is published by an independent publishing platform. Yeah. So. That makes sense. This is not like Maxwell House.
0: Yeah, but you know what? A lot of the people are not
1: doing This is not Simon and Simon Schuster. Simon and Schuster
0: anymore because you can make way more money if you self-publish. So even like legit, you know, books like, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but Trey may or may not be now or in the future a ghostwriter for some romance novels. Disgusted, Trey. Oh. <laughs> and if if he were to go down that okay if that were to happen or had happened i'm sure that trey would have to self-publish those books and so i do think self-publishing like the rap of self-publishing has changed over i would say the past decade especially if not you know longer than that i don't really think that with the advent of amazon and especially with a gag gift like this like why wouldn't i like if if i'm the author of this book absolutely i'm going to self publish independently publish
1: that's actually that's a really good point actually cuz for some reason i do think it must be lesser than but i think that that's really not the case anymore and especially to your point like if this is like a silly gag book then, like yeah that's perfect right. like who cares exactly Simon schuster wouldn't want to publish that's this. right yeah exactly so like given Seth ar's re- mm-hmm. comedy review yeah I think we can well but but they do do this very long parenthetical yeah. so I think they even are like winking at like okay I've I've made the stand-up set now let me just say that's like right. it actually is interesting like yeah. worth the f- Eight dollars.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: So that I think is valuable to me. Yeah. Cause they're like sort of like pausing the shtick to be like, it's eight bucks, just get it. Do
0: we think the ratio of shtick to review is appropriate? Or do you think we we stayed in the shtick for too long?
1: You know, I don't know. Cause I'm I am generally not a lover of fake like funny reviews, but I think it's funny enough. Cockgobbler really like really got <laughs> me. And but I think it's a probe. I mean, I, I I do find it queenly that they do this long parenthetical. Maybe they could have had more punctuation. But like right. I do think it's a I, I appreciate that they're sort of giving you a little bit of value. Could yes. there have been a little more value and less humor? Sure. Sure.
0: Yeah. Okay, I th- I tend to agree with that. Do we feel like there's useful information here? We said, I guess, there was in the parenthetical. The spelling and grammar was good. I don't think it's shady at all. I mean, it's a five-star review.
1: Wait, what about the parenthetical? Is that all a run-on sentence? Or no, there is punctuation in there.
0: No, I think it is a run-on. No, there is punctuation. I think I just read it okay. like that. Okay, so but then uh,
1: so, okay. Yeah, so, yeah there, no, so no, spelling and grammar, and grammar is
0: pretty it. good. Yeah, generally speaking obviously we were going for humor i think that this probably is common
1: yeah that people would get it and then think it's funny and then you're sort of like oh it's an interesting recipe i'll try it
0: exactly or like yeah. oh i gotta go write a funny review about this crazy book and i'm gonna really dig deep into the cock metaphor <laughs> You're going to rock or, out and with your cock I'm out. I'm going to rock out with my cock out. And if I'm going to be reading the, like these reviews, I'm probably expecting this. And so maybe me as a reader of reviews would be happy with the job that Seth AR did here. Right. Yeah, I think so. And then generally, what do we think like the impact is before we go into the crowning?
1: I mean, honestly, I do feel more inclined to buy it, which is I mean, you said that I we should do it
0: on top. the show.
1: But that was before I even heard it.
0: Oh, that's true. All right.
1: But go. I think that parenthetical lands pretty strongly for me. Like, I think yeah. that's very queenly.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think that we've given Seth AR a
1: good shake.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: should we? Was that a <laughs> peeing in a urinal joke? <laughs> Wait. What? Or were you doing a different kind of shake, ma'am? I was doing a different kind of shake, ma'am. Oh, naughty, naughty, cocky. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah, I can crown (laughs) Seth You Because Jake wait, okay? Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. So (laughs) Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards, cocky crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another's cocks, we will simultaneously reveal our cock ratings. Cock. Cock.
0: The queens are tabulating.
1: Hey, we're interrupting this episode because I gotta just share with you how excited we are about Vitable. Fightable.com.au is this amazing online portal where you take a quick little quiz and you are going to get a customized pack of vitamins specifically formulated to help you be the best you that you can be. But don't stop the best journey there because it gets better. When you go to checkout, you can use our code review40 and get 40% off site wide. Are you kidding me? That, I think that is our largest code. I think that's the largest code we have. So you got to go do it. Go to vitable.com.au. Go do it now. Take their online quiz. Super quick and easy and fun. You get them delivered right to your door. Hello. I don't want to go to CVS. I want to go to my mailbox. So go ahead and use Review40 at checkout at vitable.com.au. Bye.
0: Go to school. (coughs) Wow. Sorry, choked. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Too big of a cock. (laughs) She's choking. (laughs) I'm choking. Okay, Trey and I are both holding up four and a half crowns. The Queens are unanimous on Seth AR. Trey, you go first. Let us know why you decided to give Seth AR four and a half crowns.
1: I really do think that whole I I really appreciate the compromise of like going for the joke and then also like giving a little bit of information that could encourage someone, you know? I would have loved a little more information about the recipes, a little bit more like specifics about yes, it's funny, but ultimately like there are some interesting recipes. But like are they tasty? Are they good? Like I want a little more deep dive into the actual value of the recipes rather than saying like the value the recipes are good you know what i mean yes
0: like i want to know more about oh yeah you continue sorry this is yours
1: but but yes <laughs> like i mean i ultimately it is almost review queenie except it's just missing a little more detail but i appreciate that there was at least any detail because oftentimes that is lacking from a joke review so that's why i said four and a half really good job seth they yes. cock you're a cock star Chelsea, why did you say four and a half?
0: Oh, my God. Seth is a cockstar. star. I said four and a half because really no harm, no foul, right? Um, four and a half crowns <laughs> because this is not hurting the cause of this product at all, even though it's a joke mm. review. Sometimes these joke reviews kind of come at the expense of the product. In this case, it was very aligned with the product. I think somebody that's looking at the reviews of this product would expect to see this kind of review and probably be pleased with it and maybe be pushed over the edge because of that parenthetical, right? Like if I'm going to just buy a gag gift, there's a part of me that wants to know, wouldn't it be great if this was also useful? So by you telling me, that the recipes are good. It really pushes me to press that buy button. And for that reason, I did four and a half. I thought it was funny, but I wasn't like falling out of my seat laughing, you know, like I have been for some of my other review queens. And that was really the only reason I reserved that half crown. But I do think it's funny and it's a good review. And I think Seth did a good job. And I do think that you and I should have a cooking cooking show live cooking show um where we try to cook a recipe from this book dry so for that reason four and a half crowns
1: (laughs) got it i i'm wondering if there's like a companion cookbook like for clams
0: well i have a shellfish allergy, you know in more ways than one so i i couldn't do the clams
1: (laughs) (laughs) if you were to if maybe this is an after show conversation but i'm just trying to think what i guess it would be clam clam sounds right yeah or what I don't know, a ham yeah. sandwich. clam I don't know. <laughs> Why ham sandwich? Is that a thing?
0: I've never heard this.
1: I don't know, Trey.
0: <laughs> oh, God, know. I'm dying. All right, my oh. queen, we've done it. <laughs> we've reached the most regal portion of our show. Trey, who are you inducting for? My royal highness.
1: Today, I am really excited to be inducting a... Classification, a group of human beings. And the group today that I want to nominate as truly five star individuals are all of those people that aren't afraid in a moment of noticing confrontation, standing up for what's right. Mm. I'm speaking about those people that can see that something is unbalanced or that something is wrong, and they can insert themselves by being like a voice of truth, by being like, actually, you're wrong, or actually, Wait a second, because I think I am not always that person, and I want to be that person. I am very much afraid of confrontation, but recently I was at work and I had a coworker come at me sideways, and mm. um, another coworker totally stood up for me, and I was like, "Thank you." And so that's really what has led me into this induction because I re- it really meant a lot. I, like, started spiraling, and then I was like, hey, thank you for saying what you said, because, like, I really appreciated you having my back. So that started also making me think, like, would I have done that in that situation? And I might not have. So I took that as a moment of, like, okay, let me be more like that person. And so I figured today I would induct all of those people that aren't afraid to stand up and say, you know, what is right in the world. So... For that reason, I'm going to induct all of those people that will speak up. They're the truth tellers. They're the ones that are not afraid of a consequence of speaking truth to power. So if that's you, then I'm inducting you. And so therefore, you are my Royal Highness.
0: It's true. You could say some people might think it's cocky to stand up. (laughs) Stand up! Say something when you haven't been addressed. But sometimes it's necessary.
1: Mm, Don't clam up. Be a cock. (laughs) That's right.
0: That's right.
1: Well, we did a queen. That is another round on the RU and RQ Ferris wheel of cock goblin.
0: That's right. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please
1: tell a friend. If you did not like what you heard, we don't care. Go tell an enemy. (laughs) Uh On this week's After Show, Chelsea and I are going to be rating and reviewing a three-star Home Depot review Ooh. for a rake. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought... A hoe? Like,
0: Is it a hoe?
1: Not a hoe. Okay, a rake. Okay, okay, okay. You know, it's okay. the season so, where like you have to rake up leaves. It's the season. So I, thought, a rake. I get it.
0: I get it. Let's get rake in there, and somehow this
1: gets sad. Did you ever do the macarena growing up? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, were you the macarena queen? Yes, for sure. And to all of our royal listeners,
0: ignore the haters. You're a queen.
1: Gender non-specific queen. Gender Ma-
0: non-specific. Cock, clam, and anything else, Queen.
1: Ditto. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> the cock goblin just really um got me all frustrated. <laughs> oh god. Sign up directly on Apple Podcast to hear our weekly members only after show. Unlock additional benefits when you become a Patreon member at reviewThatReview.com/slash Patreon. Follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens and join our mailing list at reviewThatReview.com. Our Kavetch line is open twenty-four seven at one eight five zero review zero. You never visit, you never write. Give us a call. Now Do you think that Adrian's co-workers were like, are you serious with this book?
0: I don't know. I think some of them might have been gobbling for a free copy of that <laughs> book, you know? I was just wondering, like, what is Julia Child? Like, I know she's passed, but what would she think of this book? Would she be like, cock-a-von, you know? Or would she... Uh... Cock-a-doo-doo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I think that Julia Child was kind of a little bit, like, frisky. If I
1: Are you calling Julia I, uh... Child a cock-gobbler? I
0: think Julia Child would call herself a cock gobbler, personally.
1: Oh, my. (laughs) She kind of sounds like a rooster, if you think about it. She kind of sounds like she's goggling a cock. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she's ever been considered that way before, but I'll take it. Wow, Julia Child really sounds like she's gobbling a cock. Hmm. <laughs>
0: We're doing real work over here. I'm Julia Child. And keep your crowns
1: up, queens. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God.